Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health. Bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding healthcare. Everything from cancer to liver transplants. Nutrition. Exercise. My yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale. Mental health and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital. Empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer today, Mr. Sean Floyd. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 293 affiliates strong. As I always say, thanks to all of you in this listening audience. You can follow me on Facebook if you'd like to do that at America's Healthcare Advocate. Also, as I tell you each and every week, all of our shows are posted on podcast platforms, SoundCloud, Apple Play, Spotify, iTunes, and TuneIn. So you hear this broadcast today. This is going to be kind of a unique show today. You want to tell somebody about this. You don't want to have to regurgitate everything you hear. Tell them to go to the podcast platform. They can listen to it there, and they'll find it helpful, interesting, and they can take their time listening to everything that we're doing. The website, if you want to send me an email, is americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Now, I get a lot of emails, so I don't answer each and every one of them the same day, but I promise I do answer each and every one of them. So please, if you want to connect with me, you've got a question, something I can help you with, Go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, and send me an email. If you are looking for health insurance, if it is Medicare or individual health insurance, the lovely Joyce Thompson at RPS Benefits by Design is able to help you anywhere in the country. Her phone number is 877-385-2224. If you're looking for employer-sponsored health care, you can also reach out to Nate Tate. He is an expert, and he is at that same phone number, 877 385 2224. All right. Today's show is going to be really interesting. It took a long time to get this all pulled together, but it's, it's here and we're going to do it. Today's show is about medical cannabis, using cannabis for medical reasons. And I'm very fortunate to have in studio with me two nurses who are going to talk to us about this today, Dee Dee Curley and April Hatch. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us. us Great Carrie. to have you both here. So a little bit about Dee Dee Cully. She grew up wanting to become a nurse. After 20 years, she was able to combine two passions of becoming an RN with seizing opportunities to teach whenever she could. Her journey to become a practicing cannabis nurse began not long after she became an RN, and she learned the healing power of herbs and natural remedies. She has received her training from Tricon Institute, Medical Cannabis Institute, and Dee Dee founded Two Leaf Nurses Consulting, where she provides education, advocacy, support to patients, and dispensaries in 2014. She is a member of the American Cannabis Nurses Association, Cannabis Nurses Network, and she serves as the regional chair for Missouri Nurses Association and the vice president, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce this, Dee Dee, of the Globasta Glioblastoma. Thank you very much. That's a, 
That's what I'm not even going to try to do. <laughs> All right. Also, let me talk a little bit now about April Hatch. <clears throat> April is a registered nurse with a master's in public health nursing and an extensive experience in both acute care and public health care. As a member of professional organizations, including the American Cannabis Nurses Association and Society of Cannabis Clinicians and Hospice Palliative Care Nurses Association, as well as the American Holistic Nurses Association. Today, she serves in multiple capacities, including attenuation of patient consultation, developing and facilitating dispensary and staff training, and her role teaching cannabis pharmacology at St. Louis University. Well, you certainly both know your way around the block about this topic, <laughs> don't you? So I, I, I told you before we went on the air, Didi, I was going to ask you to do something. It's in your bio, but I chose not to read it in your bio. The question is, why would nurse decide to become involved in cannabis and then become an advocate like you have and, and do all the things that you've done, including establish your own company? Tell us a little bit about what happened with your husband, because I thought that was very interesting and I thought it was kind of prolific that that was the thing that moved you into this. So let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. No, I appreciate it. Uh, I have always, as you mentioned, I've always been drawn to plant medicine, things like that. I saw how patients who had plant medicine incorporated into their regimen were doing better than my patients that only used pharmaceuticals. When So that already had my eyes open. In 2018, my husband was diagnosed. He had what we thought really looked like a, a stroke. And we got into the hospital and found out that he had a brain tumor. And the result of that was glioblastoma, which is the most lethal of all brain cancers. Yeah, very aggressive. Very aggressive, yeah. always terminal. And as a nurse and a fixer, I was bent on finding whatever I could to improve his quality of life for as long as we had it. And every bit of research that I'd found pointed to cannabis. And it actually was working. There were studies out there, and I am very strong on evidence-based practice and evidence-based research. So I looked into that, and it was it worked right along with the chemotherapy, and we used some other regimens, and it gave him a quality of life that I do not believe he would have had if we had not incorporated that. Yeah, and I think that's important for people to hear that. And there's a key word that she said in there that I want you all to go back and listen to that for a second. She said, evidence-based medicine. And with that, April, I'm going to ask you about a new study from Oregon about CBDA and CBGA. Can you yeah. talk about that and how that is part of this new evidence-based medicine regarding the use of cannabis medically? April? Absolutely. So evidence-based medicine is really... Um, providing treatment and care to patients based on what the science says. And so the, um, the recent study that came out a few weeks ago um, showed that uh, two um, cannabinoids, um, THC, CBD, those are cannabinoids as well, um, but CBGA and CBDA, two cannabinoids were shown to prevent um, COVID from entering cells. Um, this study was done, and Dee Dee, correct me if I'm wrong, either in mice or rats or 
It was not a human study. Okay, it was not a human study. So what we call preclinical research, so before human studies. And so, you know, so many people were excited. And there's tons of studies out there that show that cannabis and different cannabinoids, um, you know, provide a ton of different benefits. Um, But people saw this and they got really excited about it. But what um, they weren't really paying attention to is honestly – you know, where we're located in the state of Missouri, um, in dispensaries, you know, you're not purchasing CBGA or CBDA. Those are the acidic compounds of um, those cannabinoids. So there's, a, you know, just a, a lot of buzz and excitement, but people really do need to look at that research before they can make claims and before they can, um, you know, really should to discuss it further because, again, preclinical research. So is it being used in humans for, for any of those things that were talked about in that study from Oregon, or is that, as April said, it's just preclinical at this point? It really, no, practitioners aren't really using it yet. The study was, is preclinical. Okay. But there's also something called real-world evidence. Okay. Okay, we have our evidence-based research, and then we have our real-world we have people who are using the acid the acid form of it, which is the raw form. It's what you get if you were to actually take that flour and put it in a smoothie. Oh, okay. okay. All right. That's where it that's where it's important. And people don't realize that. They think they can go to their neighborhood dispensary and pick up some C B G and some C B D and get the effect. That's not it. They have to use the proper form of that cannabinoid. So people have to be educated and we we really lack And that's what we're trying to do here today. And you you just gave a short course in those two issues. (laughs) (laughs) So where do people find out about that? I mean, to to get that kind of information, obviously they can contact you and talk with you about it. How talk about how they can do that before we go to break here. Any of our you know April and I both have consulting firms that provide patient education. That is what nurses are key in in providing. So being able to get with us, getting with your healthcare professional as well, um, your physician, if they're open to it, you can do some Google searches, but just make sure whatever studies you're looking for, you're looking that they are evidence-based and peer-reviewed. We're going to come back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about what these products are, how they're used, and, and how do you know what you should do? Maybe you've got an illness. Maybe somebody's got cancer, whatever the case may be. We're going to talk about how these products can be used and what's the responsible way to do this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Also, all the podcast platforms are posted up there. If you want to tell somebody about this show that may have an issue or something where this cannabis care can help them, go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. My producer, the always perfect Mr. Sean Floyd. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. In studio with me, Dee Dee Curley, uh, our RN who 
Her company is Two Leaf Nurses, and twoleafnurses.com is their website if you want to reach out to her. And April Hatch and her company is patient, uh, excuse me, is cannabiscareteam.com, cannabiscareteam.com. If you are a patient, if you are a medical provider, or even if you own a dispensary or are starting a dispensary and you want help and understanding on some of these products and how to use them, maybe how to advise your patients, or maybe you're actually in a dispensary and you've got people coming in asking medical questions, they train people in this in this discipline, they can help you with it if you want to reach out to them. So either website, twoleafnurses.com or cannabiscareteam.com, anywhere in the country, they can help you. All right, so let's 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 go back to this medical thing because I want to make a point out of this. We're not doing a show on recreational marijuana, and I'm not passing judgment on anybody that does it. What we're talking about here is legitimate uses for this for people that have problems. However, you said off the air on the break that oftentimes people who don't want to mess with getting a medical card in places like Colorado or California where they don't need one will actually go into a recreational dispensary. April, talk about that a little bit. Um, I'm currently in Missouri, and there are several patients who I've spoken with who do have medical conditions that they could get a medical card for, but they're scared. They believe that they will lose their health insurance, their VA benefits, their children. Um, they're afraid that their physician won't perform that surgery that they want them to, and they just will not get a medical card, even though they know they could benefit from medical cannabis. Um, so really, um, you know, we refer to it as adult use. In a lot of states, they say it's a recreational program, but those patients are able to go into those um, dispensaries um, kind of off the books and purchase what they need for medicine. There was a study that came out a few years ago that said that approximately 60% of people who purchase in adult use or recreational dispensaries are actually purchasing it for medical reasons. Um, so there are people out there, absolutely, who are wanting the highest THC products out there because they want the most intoxicating effects. Uh, but the patients that, you know, Dee, Dee and I really work with are the patients that are really looking for, um, you know, the overall medical value of this plant. Okay, so Didi, let's talk about this. Probably not a good idea to go into the uh, dispensary and tell the bud tender, I've got ulcerative colitis, um, and I really need something to help me with. I, I think Lori Gilgis is going to fall out of her chair over here. Um, <laughs> I, 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 and I need something to help me with my digestive issues because the bud tender is not a medically trained person, yes? That, that is absolutely correct. A bud tender is what I refer to as a product specialist. They can tell you anything and everything you need to know about the products that are in their dispensary. They are not healthcare professionals. They cannot give medical advice. They cannot really even give medical education because that's not their role. So one of the key things that, that April and I are always trying to teach bud tenders is to know when to call the nurse. Smart. Know <laughs> when to call the doctor. You know, there's a nurse call button out there. Um, if you've ever been in the hospital, you know that. That's when you need to call us. When they start telling you about these conditions, they need to talk to somebody more. Medications can interact. There's all kinds of things that patients need to understand. And a bud tender is a product specialist that cannot, unfortunately, provide that for them. April? Yeah, so Dee Dee absolutely is right. 
Um, you know, there is a, definitely a, a scope of practice that nurses follow and a scope of practice that we think that uh, anyone who works in a dispensary um, should follow. And and after talking to hundreds of patients, that's when uh, Cannabis Care Team really decided to launch a training program because we saw so many patients getting poor advice. I mean, we're talking about people in their 80s who are going home and having a really bad experience because they didn't understand how much to take. They didn't. They had no idea what was supposed to happen. Um, you know, there are there are patients who um, will never ever try it again because they had one bad experience, and so um, that's why we do our education because we have got to you know just give them some knowledge on how to you know talk to these patients and communicate with them, um, and that's unfortunately really lacking in this industry. Well, we were changing some of that. Dee Dee, let's go back to something you, you said. One word in there. I want to. I want everybody to hear this. You need to know, if you're going to do this, how it interacts. If you're taking medications, if you're taking blood pressure meds, or you're taking a bunch of other meds, heart meds, cancer meds, I don't care what it is, before you walk into a dispensary and just talk to a bud tender and buy the highest THC you can buy and think everything is going to be whoopee, I'm going to be eating chocolate chip cookies and watching reruns, you might want to think about asking, is this going to have an effect on the meds I'm taking? Yes. Exactly. And, and again, the bud tenders are not able to tell you that. One of the things that I find is so interesting when I meet with patients, I ask them to divulge to me their medications. As, as much of their medication information as they would like to. And then I do a, what we call a med reconciliation. I go in and I compare these meds to each other. The thing that I always find, and I know April can attest to this, is that I end up finding far more interactions between the drugs that they're taking <laughs> from their different doctors than I do with cannabis. Yes. But saying that, you still have to know. Do you, you know how about separating them, things like that, just so that you're staying safe. You're far more likely to have a good experience to continue this plant-based medicine and and be able to report successes if you will work with the healthcare professional ahead of time. April? And, you know, I would also say that not all uh, medication interactions are bad. There are a lot of patients who are taking cannabis um, with opiates, benzodiazepines, sleep medications. So then and with the hopes that in the future they can stop taking those medications. And so they interact and make each other work better together. Um, but yeah, absolutely. If you're on any medications, um, you know, we always tell patients that you need to um, have an open, honest relationship with your doctor because they really exactly. need to know everything that you're taking. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that when we come back in the next segment, because I know there are a lot of people that I would never tell my doctor that. Well, that's one of the dumbest damn things you can do. Okay. Exactly. If you're treating a chronic illness or, or, or you've got, you know, whatever it is, whether it's arthritis, I don't care what it is, whether it's ulcerative colitis or heart issues or whatever it may be, your physician needs to know what you're doing. Um, and if you're denying that information to him, you're putting yourself in jeopardy. So question, in, anywhere around the country, if they're listening to me in San Luis Obispo, California, or, or Tampa Bay, Florida, or, or um, Amarillo, Texas, they can reach out to you. You can do a virtual with them, go on a Zoom conference or something if they want to sit down and talk to you about what they're doing. Dee Dee? Absolutely. Same thing with you, April? Yes, Absolutely. Okay, the website for both these ladies, the first one is twoleapnurses.com. That's for Didi. And if you want to talk to April, it's cannabiscareteam.com. You can reach them anywhere in the country. They'll talk to you. They obviously know what they're doing. If you listen to their credentials at the beginning of the show, and I would strongly urge you, if you're not doing this or you're thinking about doing it and you want to understand the best way to do it, 
reach out to them and let them help you. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Once again, those websites, CannabisCareTeam.com and TwoLeapNurses.com. Stay tuned. The nurses are in the house. We'll be right back after the break with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. So you're listening to this somewhere across the country, and you know there's somebody you need to tell about this. Go to the podcast platforms, Apple Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes. It's up Spotify. It's on all of them. Okay, you can listen to this. You can also connect to it off the website, America's Healthcare Advocate. So Sean Ford is my producer today in studio with me, Dee Dee Curley and April Hatch from Two Leaf Nurses and Cannabis Care Team. That Those are their two companies. The website for both of them, if you want to reach out and have a virtual comp- consultation, hey, you know, maybe you don't want to talk to your doctor about this right now, but you, you need to talk to somebody, right? Well, here's an opportunity to confidentially talk to these two ladies who are both experts at this and can help you make a decision whether you should do this. If you should, how should you do it? And, and where do you go get it? It makes sense. So the website, excuse me, the website's once again, twoleafnurses.com uh, and the other website, cannabiscareteam.com. If you want to reach out to either one of them, go to those websites. They'll be happy to help you. All right. So let's go back to this thing with the doctor because people, you know, um, I don't want that in my records. I don't want people to know. I mean, you're smiling at me, but you know this is exactly what people do. <laughs> That's exactly so what if, they do. So, so talk a little bit about that and why, if you're if you're going to use it interactively with meds and stuff, you really do need to let the provider know. Talk about you, it. You do, and I always look at you know our physicians are we're a part of their team. You know, it takes a doctor, the nurse. It's it's your healthcare team, and if you don't have a healthcare team, you need to get one. Because that's in your best interest. So when I meet with patients and they're considering cannabis, one of the things that I encourage them is it's not a matter of if you talk to the doctor, it's how you talk with the doctor. You have to be able to have those conversations with them. And if it's not a good fit, you may have to find somebody different, but you're going to benefit in the long run. The doctor needs needs to know. And honestly, one drug screen will will show that you're using it, and you don't want them to find out that way. So if they're still afraid to do it, are, will you connect with the doctor and explain to them? If they say, would you talk to the doctor and tell them, you know, I'm doing this, and here's what here's what I'm doing and why? I will coach them how to talk. Okay, you'll teach how, them how to do it. I will teach them and how April's to do it. And April's shaking her head Absolutely, yes the same way. Yes, so you guys yes. will interact with them that way so they can get it done. All right, so again, the point I'm trying to make here, people, is that just don't go out and do this on your own, okay? Especially in states like now, Washington, California, Colorado, New York. I, I, I don't know them all, but there's a long list where you can walk into any recreational dispensary and buy whatever you want to buy. And then you can wind up doing what April talked about, going home and having a really bad experience because you bought the highest level stuff that the bud tender told you to buy. And now you got a problem. And now you don't want to use it, but you could use it and it could make sense. Once again, 
reach out to the professionals and let them help you. The website, twoleafnurses.com or cannabiscare.com. April, there is a study, and I know about this study from previous broadcasts I've done, that the Israelis have done, or they've done multiple studies mm-hmm. on cannabis have, and yes. cannabis use. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that, because it's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, so they've been studying cannabis in Israel um, for decades. Uh, Dr. Rafael Meshalam actually was the first one to study THC. He wanted to know why it had these intoxicating effects. And um, his research led to the um, discovery of the endocannabinoid system, which is a system we have in our bodies, much like their neurological, cardiovascular, immune system. And so now we understand how cannabis works because we understand this system. Um, Our bodies produce cannabinoids ourselves. We have cannabinoid receptors. So thankful to Israel for a lot of that research. Um, So there's been a ton of research. They're looking at a lot of um, different types of cancer and, uh, you know, how different um, cannabinoids or particular strains of cannabis can affect those. Um, But something that I find really interesting about Israel is they provide a lot of information that my patients need to know. My patients want to know dosing. They want to know how much they can take, how often they can take. And Israel has provided a lot of that information for us. Um, The uh, most exciting thing, and I really do hope we have this in the United States someday, is Israel, um, once a doctor has determined that a patient can benefit um, from cannabis, they meet with a nurse, which I think I think Wouldn't this is wonderful, nice? right? And the nurse works with the patient to determine um, what are going to be the most um, appropriate products for them. And then they receive those in the mail or they go pick them up. Um, and then that is covered really as part of their insurance plan. So I think that that education piece is really, really important. And that's um, personally what I um, have learned from Israel's. They are focused on that as well. Did they do the study on epilepsy? They've done probably several studies on epilepsy. And it's being used to treat epilepsy in this country now medically. Am I correct? Yes. There's actually a pharmaceutical version of uh, CBD. Um, Epidiolex is the name of it. It can be purchased at a pharmacy. It costs about $31,000 a year if you do not have your, if your medical insurance will not pay for it. Um, The other thing is that you usually have to try and fail either seven or 12 different medications before your insurance company will pay for that. That's ridiculous. And it's it's CBD. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's very unfortunate. Let's move on and talk about uh, another topic, and that's this Delta 8 thing. So, uh, you know, I... What I, I saw it in the show notes, I went and looked it up, and the first thing I saw was warning. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what is this stuff? Okay. So let, let's yeah. talk about where what it is and where can they get it, and should they get it or should they not get it? Okay. Well, where where should I start? So um, because of the, the Farm Bill of 2018, it basically allowed everyone and everywhere in the United States to grow hemp if they wanted to. And when we grow hemp, um, we can uh, get cannabinoids from that plant like CBD. Um, what they've discovered is that we can also um, take that hemp and uh, throw some chemicals on it, put it through a lot of processing, and we can pull out a, um, an intoxicating cannabinoid that some people reports. Um, I think they say it's about two-thirds less as psychoactive as THC. Um, so that's why it's so popular. Because so it's it can altered. Be, absolutely. Correct. Yes, okay. it's um, it's uh, not something that's typically found um, in the in the typical cannab- cannabis plants that we would want to uh, consume for health. So Delta Eight is um, honestly it's a preferred option for some patients in states where there's no medical program. 
Um, there are patients who don't want to get a medical card. They want to use it, but it's just being sold everywhere. Um, it's in the gas stations. Um, oh, wow. You know, it's, uh, and it's very intoxicating. And because there's, again, that lack of education, people, um, I've heard people say that they thought it was CBD. Well, it's very, very intoxicating for a lot of people. Um, so it, people just need to um, be very aware of the, you know, the quality of any product that they're taking and the um, potential effects of that. Yeah. And I'll steal a line from a famous Louisiana senator. You wouldn't buy sushi at a gas station. I probably wouldn't advise buying Delta 8 at a yeah. gas station. No. Do you think maybe? Huh? Or not. So <laughs> then that gets to the second discussion, um, Didi, about buying higher levels of THCs. Mm-hmm. Talk about why that, that's probably not a good idea until you know what you're buying, right? Exactly. And oftentimes patients need a small amount of THC. But they think if but I they do don't, more. Exactly. And and when you walk into a dispensary and it, it's like going in and you can see what you need, but there's some shinies up there on the counter, you know, up on the wall that you go, oh, what about that? And so they try it. Our bodies, as, as April mentioned, we have this thing called an endocannabinoid system. People don't realize that. The thing that cannabis does to help that is a small amount helps a little, a little bit more, gets you to almost a, a really good place um, for, your, for your therapies. But if you take a little bit too much, it has something called a biphasic effect. It, it starts that going by me one more time. It's, the it's who biphasic. It okay. means that it goes the opposite direction. You really so if you're taking radio. something <laughs> for for nausea, and a little bit didn't quite do it, you take a little bit more. And I'm talking like 2.5 milligrams versus five milligrams of THC. You take that, and you're in a good place. But if you double that and go with 10 milligrams, you're going to be sick. Oh, okay. You see, it's like a bell curve, and okay. once you cross the bell. <laughs> It's not going to be so good for you. And and what we're seeing in the dispensaries is that they're pushing higher and higher amounts, saying that that's what people that. want. Yeah. And I'm like, they don't know what they don't know. And that's dangerous. It's okay. very dangerous. Yeah. You know, it, it, we're not talking about going in here to get buzzed up, people. We're talking about using this for reasons that make sense medically. And that's the whole reason why I'm doing this show today. And we have two experts on here that are talking to you about all these different aspects of using cannabis and using it in a way that's going to make sense. So you don't just go to this, go to the gas station and buy the Delta eight or walk into a dispensary and the guy tries to sell you the highest level of THC. And then you get sick because you did something that didn't make a lot of sense. If you want help, you can reach out to either one of them. You can reach out to DD at two life, nurses.com and you can reach out to april at cannabiscareteam.com they will help you make a good decision if you want to go to your doctor you want to go to a provider and say i need to do this i've tried it it's working i need to do it they're going to coach you on how to do that so the doctor understands what's working and and why it would make sense for you we'll come back after the break you're listening to america's Healthcare advocate broadcasting here on the hi radio network coast to coast across the usa we've got more stay right there
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. My producer, Sean Floyd. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. If you want to tell somebody about this, maybe there's somebody in your family or a friend of yours, whatever the case may be, that these two ladies are available anywhere in the country. I don't care if you're in Amarillo, Texas, Tyler, Texas, or San Luis Obispo, or or Palm Springs. It doesn't matter. You can reach out to them. You can reach out to Didi at twoleafnurses.com, twoleafnurses.com. You can also reach out to April at cannabiscareteam.com. And this is not just for patients. So you've got a dispensary, and you're not sure about how you should be advising people. Reach out. They have dispensary training. They can help you understand how to do this. If you are a holistic practitioner, maybe you're a nurse, maybe you're a chiropractor, you know, whatever the case may be, and you want to explore how to use this and help people with it. Once again, they can help you. They can show you how to get trained. They can show you how to do it. The websites, again, to reach out to them, twoleafnurses.com or cannabiscareteam.com. All right, so let's talk about hemp versus real dispensaries because you did this (laughs) off the air, and I thought, okay, explain that, Dee Dee. So now that states that now have medical marijuana Like Missouri. Missouri is, is a perfect example. They have these medical dispensaries. And in those dispensaries, they sell what we would call the higher, the THC dominant cannabis. The other dispensaries that are out there that are are much more widely available are hemp dispensaries. Hemp is cannabis too. It there it is a higher CBD content. That's what we call. We talk about cannabis. So is that the say, CBD, like sh- American shaman, and, and that's what those are? Exactly. All right, so that's we good have, for people it's, to it's, know. It's all cannabis. So your higher CBD dominant is comes from hemp. Okay. Your higher THC dominance comes from what we call marijuana. Okay. But it's all cannabis. It is. So yeah. oftentimes we have people who will walk into a quote unquote dispensary and ask where the THC is, and they say we we sell hemp. And they go, well, I want to go to the real dispensary. Well, it is a real dispensary. And oftentimes when you get that endocannabinoid system trying to get that into balance, what is in hemp is all you need. You don't necessarily even need to go to the medical dispensary. How interesting. So, April, what I'm hearing here is that if, you, if you're in a state where you don't have a medical card or you can't get a medical card but you, and there is CBD available, that can make sense? Oh, absolutely. Um, so CBD interacts with receptors we have all over our body. And CBD interacts with receptors we have in our immune system. So do you know what the immune system is responsible for? Inflammation. What are most chronic conditions related to? Inflammation. For those of us that are chronologically challenged <laughs> as you're looking at me. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're mainly related to inflammation at some level. So if we can... Um, you know, get a nice balance of, you know, in the endocannabinoid system with using CBD, we could really decrease a lot of inflammation, prevent, um, you know, chronic conditions. And, you know, honestly, a lot of people should be taking it like a multivitamin. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now yeah. that's a piece of information. A lot of people should be taking it. And it's legal everywhere now, just yes. to, I think, isn't it? And the uh, United much. States has a patent on CBD. I don't know the name, but uh, the patent is okay. for um, its uh, neuroprotective benefits. So it protects our brain. So that's pretty important. Yeah, that is pretty <laughs> important. Again, you know, this is a lot of information, right? It's like drinking out of a fire hose. You know, go back and listen <laughs> to the show again. It's on the podcast platforms I've told you, or reach out to these two ladies at twoleafnurses.com or cannabis caroteen.com before we wrap it up this afternoon where do you see this going Didi, in the next 
five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Where do I see it going, or yeah, where do tra- I want it to go? Well, let's talk, <laughs> let's, let, let's talk about both, okay? Um, I see it continuing to grow. Okay. I do see eventually it will become descheduled. Okay. There's just there's too much evidence in in the in the direction that says it needs to come off of there. I think we're going to see some continuations of of law changes. We're going to see banking. Um, that's one of the biggest problems. That's right one of now our. For, oh, it's a huge problem. And it, it is a huge problem for all of them. So I feel like it eventually we we will get to that destigma, um, but we still have a long way to go. Where I really want to see it go is just like April mentioned earlier with the studies out of Israel. Part of what they do over there is they determine a patient has a qualifying condition. That's what we call mm-hmm. it here. And they then say, go talk to the nurse. So you they're have, treating it like any other medical. Absolutely. Exactly. Yes. Okay. yes. April, and go that's, ahead. That's so important because um, it should be seen as that because there are thousands of studies that show cannabis um, is beneficial for a variety of symptoms, conditions. Um, we often do hear there's not enough research. There really is plenty of research. It may not have all come from the United States, um, but you know, cannabis is generally a safe, you know, medication as long as you're open with your physician and, uh, you know, you are careful with some particular medications. Um, so, yeah, I think that what Didi said, five, ten years, I mean, I would think it would just be wonderful if just patients had more access to education because it's a really overwhelming process uh, because their physicians aren't aware where they need to send them or what they need to do. Um, they're talking to their, you know, their sister-in-law who makes like brownies at home. They're really high <laughs> dose, you know. So we're not giving out brownie recipes, so don't hold yeah. your breath, okay? No, no. Uh, but you can go to my website for that. Uh, <laughs> no, so I think I really hope in ten years the patients have access to educate yeah. more educated healthcare professionals. You know, it's interesting because this in Missouri, the story that I've been told is that, that, that getting us legalized in Missouri was two Republicans. Not and this crosses party lines. This is oh, not yeah. ideological people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so two Republicans whose children had epilepsy. Mm-hmm. That that the story that I was given, and out of that and the Israeli study came the fact that they could get that particular medication and it changed the life of their children. So that's the point in doing these kind of broadcast people is to educate you as to, you know how the, how can these things help and to take the mystery out of this and the misinformation and don't go to fifteen websites and get a lot of garbage that's not going to tell anything if you want help and thank you both for being here today this is a great show and i hope we do more of these because there's a lot more to talk about here yes. i don't think mm-hmm. we've scratched the surface that <laughs> barely much. thanks yeah. for and having we'll us there. on Carrie. if you want to reach out to Didi, you can do that at twoleafnurses.com that's twoleafnurses.com if you want to reach out to april you can do that at, at cannabiscareteam.com cannabiscareteam.com you know if you like i said if you know somebody that needs this or you need it do the smart thing and reach out to them and find out the way to do it that's going to help you the most and now ladies and gentlemen i leave you with this thought from dr albert einstein the one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd the one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been remember friends it's a funny thing about life if you refuse to accept anything but the very best you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HI Radio Network. Goodbye, America. Yeah, I'm a love struck baby. You got me love struck baby.